0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Rooster Podcast. This week brought to you by Harry's, Nature Box, and Warby Parker. I'm not joking. <laughs> Joining me on stage for the Rooster Teeth Podcast, uh, sitting next to me, I believe, maybe Joel Heyman. Joel, what are you, what are you carrying, Joel? Sitting, sitting next to Joel Heyman in uh, a very unfortunate spot will be Barbara Dunkelman. And finally, anchoring the podcast by bringing it down to the bottom of the ocean is Bernie Burns. Hello! So, we're doing the full normal podcast for this week. Thank you. Wow. This is amazing. I need to do more events down here. Um, We're doing the full podcast this week. I have a couple of sponsors and ad reads we'll get to and we're just going to talk like normal. It's a a podcast and uh, whatever happens happens. You sound like you're
1: convincing yourself. (laughs) I'm letting you
0: know. I'm going to be talking about many fine products, some of which are not available in Australia.
1: I had a really funny thing. So, this is like the day of podcasts at RTX Australia. And I had a funny thing that took place kind of behind the scenes. I'm going to throw our guardians under the bus a little bit on this. but uh, Oh, do it. Yeah. So do they, it. they were having the off topic podcast a little bit earlier. You guys, anybody's going to the off topic podcast? Dude, Michael, Why? when he came back from that, he was like laying on the floor up there, like trying to catch his breath. What the hell happened? Was he like running around? He did laps around the place with
0: microphones. He did yeah, laps the place with microphones. yeah okay. he's young enough. He can
1: do that stuff. I, but, uh, But while they were doing it, while they were having the off-topic podcast, they had just started. And suddenly I had this bright idea. I said, oh, one of the things that people love about that podcast is the fact that there's a working beer tap in the back of it, of the set. And people just wander through all the time and get a beer. So I said, we should try to do something like that. So I started talking to people saying, can we have alcohol in the main hall? And then we finally worked out, yes, it's okay. I said, great. Take a bucket of beers, put it on the table behind them. And we'll just have staff members walk through and get beers and not participate in the podcast anyway. And people will love that. They were like, okay, we'll do that. And about five minutes later, they said, hey, we did it. You're right. It was a huge hit. And I said, okay, I'll go down there and grab one too. So I came down here and I said backstage, where where on stage is the beer? And they said, oh, we just gave it to the guys, the Achievement Hunters, and they're all drinking it. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no. I said, "I said you got to take the beer and put it behind them and the other staff members get it. That's the way it works. And they're like okay i got it now makes sense five minutes later somebody walks up to me backstage he goes bernie here's your beer and i'm like oh shit!" so i was like but, but it was like an Abbott and Costello routine by the time we got it all worked out the podcast was over hey bernie yeah you snooze you booze apparently so babs no no i mean no, uh,
2: the guardians awful. here are doing a very excellent job they are doing a great fantastic job of keeping me from getting into the fucking building where where is the guardian that was over there in that corner who insisted i could not come in where are you now
3: they're not gonna out themselves where's your badge joel
1: i don't know what happened to my badge joel so what happened you go to the door and they just said they didn't recognize you no, they're not, no they're like no, get out. <laughs> I mean, nor- normally
2: when we have events like this there's like two levels, there's like the guardians and the actual security people and it's like you got to watch the fuck out for the actual security people cuz they don't know who you are and they have guns. I mean, not, not here not they don't here. have guns. But normally, it's like a guardian will float, you know, will throw you a, a, a help, yes. right? And so it's like I'm standing in front of a security guard, going, no, 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 no! I swear, I swear, I swear! Oh, there's a guardian right there! There's a guardian right there! And the guardian ran over, and I'm like, oh, here it comes! He's like, I have no idea who that, <laughs> who that person is. He uh, does not have a badge. He, he just. You should put him in jail. Hey, there's a guardian with hair. You know where you are? Oh, oh the, you one are. With, the one, the one with hair. The one with right hair. Right
1: there. You know who you are. You're the guy I paid 10 bucks yesterday to keep Joel out of the building. So thank you for that. I'll tell you
2: one thing. The Guardians did not stop me from walking around this convention center and stealing 20 different items. Yeah, what then is I'm that? Then I'm going to give the fuck away on the podcast.
1: So, you know, you're all cheering, but you haven't seen the items yet. No, they have seen uh, the items.
2: No, I'm serious. I had arguments. I went into the green room and they said, sir, you cannot take that i said i'm joel Heyman. i wonder
3: why they're not letting you in and they said where's your badge right right before the podcast bernie sees this tray of stuff and he goes i'm scared joel has props i'm scared
1: at this point in my career i can't think of anything more frightening than joel Heyman with props i mean that was just really scary to me i can imagine as you're taking it too out of the green room they're probably saying over the radio yeah the uh Homeless guy with the backwards cap is now stealing stuff out of the green room that tried to get into the building earlier today
3: He's screaming so. about gold or something too I don't know what's going on It's oil these days Oil?
1: Uh, don't fucking get me
2: sorted <laughs> Don't, please Please don't, don't. Alright, listen, this is, listen, I understand, I'm not gonna talk, I'm gonna, I'm talking about this for two minutes and You that's, literally that, said I'm about No, listen, I'm gonna talk about this for fucking two minutes I understand I'm starting a time. and not an interesting subject I get that So I'm not gonna talk about it here You're eating your time um but I'm going to give away free stuff. All right. But uh, so still help me. I will do a one-off. I will do a one-off podcast where so, I will fucking talk about it and no one will watch it. Joel, It'll be me, great. okay.
1: Joel, I have to ask you this. The stock market is tanking. The price of oil is plummeting. The Chinese stock market is also plummeting. Are you rich yet? I mean, this is what you've been dreaming of all these years. Are you making like you've a ton of money? You've been
0: anticipating this for seven years. I've been hearing how this is going to happen. I've had some gains,
2: and I've had to <laughs> pile it all into airfare costs. <laughs> which is fucking totally worth it,
0: because you get to Australia. So, working I, out. Did I, I, I <laughs> had something weird happen to me on the flight down here. I'm going to segue a bit. Um, I've never seen this happen before so you know coming from Austin I flew Austin to Los Angeles Los Angeles to Sydney when I landed in Los Angeles as they were bringing the jet bridge out to get us off the plane the jet bridge broke and it broke in such a way that they couldn't close the door of the plane because the jet bridge was in the way it was about right. it was a, it was a big it, you could jump over the gap but they wouldn't let anyone jump because it was dangerous so, it's like a 40-foot drop, yeah. They they decided that... Uh, they, they At first they were like, oh yeah, it'll just be a couple minutes, we'll fix it, it'll be no problem. And then I was sitting right up at the front of the plane, I could hear the, the them saying, oh no, this is going to take hours. This will take hours to fix. The, the pilot got out from the cockpit, got out into the jet bridge, because maintenance was trying to come up through the door to get into the jet bridge and fix it, but the door was jammed. So the pilot got out of the cockpit and started kicking the door. Like... I was like that's the guy who just flew the plane that's a badass pilot and now he's like trying to kick a door down the door wouldn't open so ultimately their solution was we need to move the plane but we can't close the door if we try to move the plane the door's just going to scrape along the tarmac and destroy it they got four dudes to hold the door up while the plane moved and backed up and that was their solution to fix the problem and then we had to go out via stairs to get off the plane how long did it take it took about 40 minutes. That sounds like, like somebody push-starting an airplane. That sounds like a nightmare to me. It's yeah. like
3: Flintstones. Everyone's feet are just like going like this. And then there are people around. on
0: the plane who are like, we have a really tight connection. Can we just make the jump? I promise if I fall, I won't sue. They were like, our plane's about to leave. We can jump four feet.
3: They should have jumped from that plane to their plane. They could have. Just connect them.
0: Jump four feet? Yeah. Let's
1: yeah. be honest. Could you jump four feet?
0: The pilot did it. I can do it. Try it
3: now.
1: Pilot's <laughs> a man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, that's, that's...
2: They don't know what feet are? That's a lawsuit right
0: there.
2: <laughs> it works. They don't know what feet are. Everything's metric. Yeah. I don't, I don't right, know. Yeah. What Those are
0: Australian are. feet right there. Yeah, that was like uh, half a meter.
1: I had a, I had a pretty long flight because I had to fly from the East Coast of the U.S. I was in Washington, had to fly to L.A. That was five and a half hours. Then down here, L.A. to Sydney was 14 and a half. But the real problem was that I had to pack for one day in Washington where here it's 41 degrees and in washington it was -8 degrees. Look so, at you with the celsius. Yeah yeah, you like that? I just that. Ah. No you're I, I, I don't
2: don't applaud him going to washington DC. All right, don't I do think that. They're applauding I want to know knowing celsius. As an American. Yeah. As an American yeah. taxpayer, yeah. did I
1: pay for you to fucking fly to DC? No, you paid for that as a rooster teeth employee. Oh, all, um, right, all right, great. <laughs> no, but it was really cool because we got to meet in like the, the Roosevelt room, like right off of the Oval Office for that. I,
2: I was there, like I lived in DC for 10 years, and uh-huh. I remember being like in sixth grade. Is that why you're a
1: Redskins fan?
2: That's why I'm a Redskins okay. fan, not because I hate Indians. <laughs> fucking Indians. <laughs> Hey, thank um, you for coming.
0: What if there's an Indian in the room? <laughs> see, see you on the podcast in another three years, Joel.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I have, so fr- how does they have free so, shit. So what does that mean?
1: Me. So you lived in D.C., so you got to go to the White House and sit in the Roosevelt Room?
2: Yeah, well, they, they take you on a tour, and apparently you get kicked out of the White House if you sit down in one of the chairs. Yeah. I they, learned that.
1: They wouldn't, us, uh, they wouldn't let us bring in any electronics for that meeting. I, w- I went there because I got invited to go hear the president's plan about climate change and then like figure out ways to communicate that. And uh, they wouldn't let us bring in phones, we couldn't bring in laptops. It's like the only meeting I've been to in the last 10 years where there's like, everybody just had a pad and a, and a pen. And that's, that's,
2: that's really disturbing. I mean, I don't even know how you break that news to someone, right? Where it's like, listen, we need you to come to a meeting, but you can't bring your cell but, phone. Well,
0: maybe that's what? the way the, to address climate change is, hey, you can't use anything that uses electricity anymore. You're going back to paper and pen, so in other no words. No more no more no more they, power plants. They
2: flew Bernie over to DC so we could have a podcast talking about how shit all of it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> actually, right. I, actually, I gotta say, they the built the White House was built in like the early 1800s, And then somebody the British burned it to the ground and we re- rebuilt it on the same foundation. But they built it and it has been used by the president and his administration ever since then. They didn't build in certain rooms for technology. So as their administrations have grown like literally dude, i'm not kidding the copier for d- one of the offices was in the men's bathroom that's not a joke because copiers didn't i guess exist when oh, they built the first oh, what were they doing in there this it was, it was a dude running copies and you're just at the urinal taking a oh mess. i thought you
3: meant a scanner for a second and i was just like oh no it <laughs> is a
1: little disturbing when you're sitting there taking a pee and there's like this light i flash thought this was the toilet
2: that's so <laughs> weird no that's an interesting question like did you look around do i have like ethernet ports into the wall and the walls or, or anything like is that? there what ethernet, ethernet
1: ports no, there's nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yeah, there was a couple places... Wi-Fi, huh? That's cool. What's that? Wi-Fi, huh? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch any Wi-Fi networks in the White House or anything like that. What, do you, really what do you think the
3: experience. Wi-Fi network at the White House would be? What do you think that would be called? I
1: don't know. Wi-Fi? Is that racist? Right <laughs> Wi-Fi. <White> <laughs> I don't know. Obama rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
0: know. Um, I would have
1: high security, though. I, I would imagine that. The highest possible security for the Wi-Fi network. Joel has faith. I know he does.
2: Uh, we're wh- at wh- that awkward moment where I, again, am like so old, I didn't understand a word you said. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, Gus, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Let me read this here. Uh, what are mind Hey! We... Dom! Come on! You're killing me. All right. Well, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Harry's. Guys, it's a new year. It's time to improve <laughs> on <laughs> things, which is why we're excited to introduce you to Harry's. Harry's.
2: The these, guy. Yep. These guys made Make awesome, awesome razors. razors. They we've are the tried leading the leading brands, brands. We've, we've tried, tried the shave, shave clubs, clubs But they, they just don't stack don't up, up to against Harry's. Harry's Our new, new and, and improved shaving, shaving solution for, for 2016. 2016 No one in our company shaves
0: What? I mean, you shave, I shave What makes Harry's special? She, they have a German-engineered five-blade cartridges Close, comfortable shave, no cuts or burns, quality guaranteed Their prices are factory direct They cut out the middleman and ship right to your door Quality, blade, quality blades at half the price of the leading brands. Over 1 million guys have already made the switch and thousands more switch every day. Why pay 32 bucks for an 8-pack when you can get them for half price at harrys.com. The Harry Starter is an amazing deal. For $15, you get a razor, moisturizer shaving cream and 3 razor blades. Harry's doesn't like to discount because their price is already really low. We've worked out a special offer for our listeners. Harry's will give you 5 bucks off your first order with promo code ROOSTER. Stop overpaying for a great shave, start the new year off right, go to harrys.com. That's H A R R Y S dot com. Enter code Rooster at checkout. Thank you, Harry's.
2: So, funny question. Is Harry's available in Australia? I do not believe
0: so. This is
1: a global podcast. Ah <laughs> Barbara, so, let, let me ask you a question. I feel sorry for you guys. Something I'm curious about. So stand up if you don't mind for just one second. So Barbara is wearing jeans for those of you listening to the audio podcast, where it's it's they're new jeans, but they come pre torn up, right? I'm assuming you didn't like tear those jeans on your road construction job or anything like that? I was
3: actually crawling across the floor one time.
1: And then it, it Just tore snagged apart. on a bunch
3: of nails. Have you ever shaved your I'm legs? Kidding.
1: <laughs> Have you ever shaved your legs in such a way that you just shaved the parts that show like through? Like just your in jeans? the patch of my yeah. holes. <laughs> and just left everything normal?
3: Not a single time no.
1: That's I would absolutely do Although that. Although one, I was one
3: girl. time uh, this was actually this week actually when I was in Australia I was wearing a dress yesterday I realized I only shaved one of my legs.
1: How do you not know? Did was the other one not covered in shaving cream? The other, I don't put shaving cream on Wait, my
2: legs. Oh, you me. don't. Wait, no. what? Did someone else shave the legs? What? No, yeah, I, somebody else shaved Barbara's legs.
3: <laughs> I had one leg that was perfect, and the other one had a bunch of. The other one hair was on like it. wearing a boot. What?
2: It was like wearing a boot. What, but What? What's the like? What's the longest that you can go as a girl without shaving your legs?
3: Well, personally, I'm blonde, so it doesn't show very much. So you get
2: away. So what's the longest? She's not hiding I've her gone, legs.
3: Uh. Uh, two inches. A couple months. Really? A couple months? Wink. Wait. wait that was the wink Mean Was it longer? It, no, it's, it's a couple months, yeah. Just like, I was doing a wink as in like, hey, date me.
0: <laughs> so you asked her if she ripped her jeans up as part of her construction job. When we were walking back here to come out to the panel, you know, we're walking along this, uh, there's this train line that runs along behind the building. We're walking outside and there's a bunch of workers back there right now who are clearing brush and doing construction stuff, I guess, uh, on the on the railway. And as we're walking out there, there's all this power equipment going on. And one of them just yelled, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, is that guy okay?
3: No, it was people with the, like, bush trimmers. Those giant scissor-looking things. And he just goes, Ow! Yeah, one of those.
0: What, did you just lose a finger?
3: Maybe, uh, or we don't something know. else. We
0: had to come in here, so... The, the rail line may be a little bloody he back He gave himself
3: there. a circumcision.
1: I had... I had a... You very, this has been a, oh. What
0: happened?
1: Did, I talked somebody, about
3: dicks getting cut off.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't, don't talk about that. Whoa, you, you guys... Oh, you want to see my... Uh, can we show it? Everybody keeps asking <laughs> about my finger. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'm going to show you guys something impressive. And, and that can fit on that screen. Uh, so, I cut this, this... This could gross... <laughs> Some people out, I mentioned that I cut my finger and I said that I would try to put a photo up of it online. And ever since then, people have been asking me about that, and I just can't find a way to host that without grossing out like everybody in my Twitter feed or on the Rooster Teeth site. Every, so. Everybody likes cuts. Do you guys want to see this? Do you want to see my horrible cut?
3: You really, you really don't. There you are really so many don't.
0: cameras that came up to take a photo of this.
3: So
1: that's that's a- it. Right so here's the problem. I've got to get my stitches out Wednesday, and I'm still going to be here because I'm going to uh, the tug screening that's got like 700 people going in Sydney. Biggest screening in the world for Laser Team is in Sydney, Australia. Give it up, Sydney. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how and you and fix. At that
2: premiere, you're going to be cutting off your other finger. Is that correct? <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. I'll it's be cutting off. So I have to figure out a way to get my stitches you, out. I you can take gonna, stitches out yourself, right? I'm going to do it for Archie life. You're, I'm just, yeah, just cut the knot and pull it. I we'll, ha- let me get a stretch goal. Somebody can take out my stitches. It's
2: funny because I had a leg surgery one time and I had stitches that in my leg. That is funny.
1: It's <laughs> hysterical. No, but it's like they, they, like
2: they said, I set an appointment to get the stitches out. And they said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And slowly, military hospitals... And uh, slowly the skin overgrew the stitching and disappeared. And they said, Don't worry, it dissolves in the bloodstream. So help me, dear God Almighty. Six months later, I noticed on my foot, at the base of my large oh toe, that it was black. And I was like, why is the base of my uh, finger, my finger toe? Finger toe? Finger toe. <laughs> why is my finger toe black? And it slowly, then it started to like, like spectrum out, spectrum out, spectrum out. And finally, like after six, another six months, it would grow to the end of the, of the toenail. And then it was at the end and I pulled out, it was the fucking thread from my leg. It was the fucking thread from my leg that went through my fucking leg to the end of my fucking toenail. That shit did not dissolve. They lie to you.
0: Everyone fucking <laughs> lies to you in the medical profession. What the fuck? How have I known you for like two decades and I've never heard this story? Got no, i had some gross
2: today. shit. This is what I was saying. Listen to me. If you get a massive cut on your hand... I have this tattoo on my hand, what right? What if? I just did. you no, got it right here. what I'm here. saying, the next stage is if you get a large chunk of your skin ripped off from your body, you have to get a tattoo around it with, with dot marks. That's...
1: Because then it's funny. Listen, honestly... This is one of the weirdest things about Joel, and I've known Joel for a very long time at this point. Joel has a place on his uh, hand there where he has a scar. I've never noticed it. You've never noticed it. But it bugged Joel so much that he had this scar I, in his no, hand I that I he put a
0: tattoo around it. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't bug me. I just thought it would be funny. I, oh, okay. I, I never noticed it until he pointed it out before you got the tattoo. You're like, yeah, I've got this huge scar here. I'm sure you've seen it. like... Nope. Yeah, well, what's funny
2: is that other people had pointed out to me, they're like, why do you have a square scar on your hand? And I'm like, well, I'm going to get dots around it. And now that I have dots around it, now nobody sees it. And uh, It's like camouflage. It's
1: like camouflage.
2: Well,
3: you guys saw what happened to Lindsay yesterday, right? Or two days ago?
1: Yeah, do
2: you Did guys, you all
3: see Lindsay?
1: Did you, you guys know about that?
3: Do you know what happened? Are we allowed to talk about...
1: Michael, You, what what you, you were there. I wasn't
0: there. Are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah, you can talk about it. You can talk about, you can talk it, it, sure.
3: about it, So we uh, we were filming an immersion on Friday. Um and uh, at the end of the day, they're like, Hey, uh, Barbara and Lindsay, do you guys want to do the experiment? we'll put it out as sponsor cut. And we're like, sure. This experiment involved water balloons filled with shaving cream and paint and things that smelled weird. I don't know what was in there. And Lindsay was pushing me on a cart as I was shooting people. I don't want to give away what it was.
0: They, 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 they've said it already.
3: Oh, it's Space Invaders. And uh, she slipped at some point. And I didn't know this because it was, like, crazy. And all of a sudden, I look behind me, and there's, like, blood gushing from her face. And I just thought it was red paint from one of the balloons. She apparently slipped and fell on the bar of this cart she was pushing me on and had to be taken to a hospital to get to stitches. I don't oh, know. Like I'm a laughing. laughing through that. <laughs> I just feel bad because it was right before the laser team premiere, So they had to go to the hospital, and they, they missed the beginning of it. Well, we,
0: we, we didn't. So we, we had gone all day. This was at the end of the day. And yeah. uh, you, whenever we do a shoot like this, there's always the medics on staff just in case something happens. And we realize Lindsay's bleeding. We're like, oh, oh, you know, you sit down, sit down, s- lay down. And we're like, medics, medics, medics. And they're like, yeah, you guys. It's like, they're like, oh, and then they stroll over. Like, oh, yeah, it's a little cut. She's fine. Yeah, they're like, like no, we can you,
3: put a bandaid on You need it. to
0: do something. You need to help her.
3: Aaron was there, and, he, and he's like, yeah, she needs stitches. Every time she opens her mouth. The cut opens with it. She has
1: like a second mouth right yeah. here opening, <laughs> revealing her chest. And
3: they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And he's like, oh, well, feed could...
1: Me. Oh. <laughs> she looks badass now, though. She's got this big stitch right here, they're three they're stitches like, for it. And it's like...
3: Could you take her to the hospital? They're like, oh, we don't know where the nearest hospital is. And they didn't like, know. You're medics! This is your one job! Your one fucking job! And Which like, I have, have to point out,
1: when you have medics on set... They typically don't ever do anything at all. They just sit there for 8 to 12 hours. I've worked on sets,
2: and I will tell you that's not true. A lot of these medics have books of the history of the jobs that they've done, and they will force that book upon you and be like, look at this gross thing.
0: What, like pictures? Yeah, like pictures of gross things. That's what they do. that's fucked up. Hey, hey, I'm going to help you. But wait, smile first. (laughs) Like, what are these guys doing? I I don't know. It's 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 like they're building their own weird headshots. Like, that's how they get work. Like, oh, look what I've worked on. Joel, Their
1: portfolio. Weird. Joel has a weird history of people showing him books. Have we ever told the story about the fan at Comic-Con that made Joel look through her art book? And it was like, oh, here, Joel, here's oh. a picture I jo- Thank you. Hey, hey thank you. you very much. She was like, oh, here's my art book. Joel, will you look through with me? And he's like, sure, I'll do that. And he starts looking through the art book. <laughs> I mean, And uh, he, he says, oh, Joel, here's a picture of you that I drew. And then here's a picture of me. Oh, and then here's a picture of a tiger that I like a lot. Now, here's a picture of me having a sex with a tiger. Now, Joel, here's the tiger having sex with you. You know, it's
2: like, again, none of our parents understand any of this.
3: And we are no
2: exceptions to this. My parents And over the 15 years that I've done this, I have not heard from my parents about any of this shit except for one time. And one time... One of my parental units discovered sexual fan
1: fiction between me and Ray. And it was... A, I'm really proud of that piece, too. Thank you very much. Some of my best work. <laughs> you fucking bastard.
3: What was the name of it?
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know the name of it. I, didn't, I don't want to read it. I've, listen, I've known my parents for a very long time. <laughs> And it's like, like when you get an email thread from your parents where it's like, we have to talk to you about something. And you reply, okay, what is it? No, seriously, we have to talk to you about something. And it's like, oh, fuck, is somebody dead? Oh, fuck, who died? Oh fucking died? And it's like, no, we have... And then after seven... I've never, had a, I've never had an email thread with my parents of seven exchanges of we have to talk to you about something. And then they give me a fucking link to me and Ray banging each other.
3: Did they Listen, think it was a true story? What? Did they think it was true? I had to
0: talk my mom off a cliff. <laughs> and that cliff was the Grand Canyon. God. Stop writing fucking fan fictions! <laughs> so, if anybody wants to write the Joel and Gus one, you can send it my way. I'll send it to my parents. It's fine. <laughs> so, Joel needed help pulling the string out from the bottom of his toe. Gus, Gus said, <laughs> what if oh. I don't use my hands? Oh, Gus... Oh. You're welcome, oh, everyone. Us,
2: us casually glances, at the gaping wound. Oh, That's not the only so thing small, gaping. It's so that wound. And I'm so big.
1: I saw something today. I saw a headline today that I knew would infuriate Joel. Oh, let me
0: read this. Okay. okay, We'll get to that headline. Let me, let me, let me read this other thing. I'll uh, see if I can find the headline. Do you, um, do you need help? Yeah, sure, if you want to help. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Nature Box. Dedicated to making smart, delicious snacking easy. Uh easy. You deserve better than high-fructose <laughs> corn syrup and red dye number 578. Fred's
2: dye 578, what the fuck?
0: Nature Box snacks taste delicious without any high-fructose corn syrup, trans fats, MSG, artificial colors, sweeteners, or flavors. Uh
2: especially in gaping wounds.
0: <laughs> Nature Box makes finding a range of options from healthy to indulgent easy. They combine unique flavors with ingredients you can pronounce to create great snacks you may not want to share. Bernie always steals mine. Uh, from sriracha roasted cashews to peanut butter nom noms, Nature Box has over 100. Seriously delicious options to choose from, all delivered right to your door.
2: Seriously delicious. Delicious. Delivered right to your door. That's legal here in Australia.
0: Say goodbye to weird mystery ingredients and start snacking confidently with Nature Box. naturebox.com slash Roosterteeth. Get 50% off your first box now. Uh, It's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth right now. Get the right snacks for 2016. Naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. You've gotten a lot better at that. What does that mean? Gus was always good at that. Was I bad? No, that was good. That was good. It was good, right? I'm really self-conscious now about it. No, don't don't be (laughs) self-conscious. You're you're self-conscious about that? You're not self-conscious about the gaping wound sex story? It'd be like, oh, you're really pretty now. It's like, well, well, what does that mean? Okay, so
1: so Gavin could not be here because Gavin actually wasn't supposed to come to RTX. Uh, You guys are cheering for Gavin not being here. All right, good.
3: I prompted that. He was not
1: even supposed to come to RTX Australia. Then he came here for the uh, international premiere of Laser Team because you all donated more than any other country in the world. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) But... Gav flew all the way down here and then had to immediately leave like 12 hours later to fly to Sundance to promote Laser Team and that's in Utah. So he had to fly all the way there. You guys familiar with Sundance, a big film festival where they like debut the biggest hits, you know, movies by really famous people. Also Gavin's there. Uh, So Joel, I read a headline today from Sundance and I thought I had to read this to you because you've worked in acting for a long time. You know how hard it is to get films made, and that's like to get new ideas out there and get really good ideas, get people to recognize the value in that, and make a movie and put it on screen. Select it to Sundance Exactly, and then you go to places like Sundance where you see the the best entertainment uh, in the world. This is an actual headline from Sundance this year Features Daniel Radcliffe from the popular Harry Potter franchise. Sundance Daniel Radcliffe's new farting corpse movie prompts walkouts Daniel Radcliffe's new movie is entirely about a corpse that farts. Who the fuck is going to go see that? And I want Gavin to go, go see that movie and report to us on it what the hell that is.
0: It's, it's like a weird buddy comedy or something, right? It's like a guy who finds a corpse that farts. One of the most anticipated movies at this year's Sundance Film Festival also turned out to be one of the most divisive. <laughs> Seriously, though, um, that screenwriter was full of hot air.
3: I guess that what happens when you die of gas poisoning.
1: Too soon, Barbara. Thank so you. yeah, Joel, would, would, you would you play a farting corpse in a movie? <sighs>
2: <sighs> At this point, you know. <laughs> I mean, who's the guy from... Uh, I can't even remember. There was that guy Dennis who got Radcliffe. his start as a farting corpse, except for they took the farting out. The, the guy from uh, the, fam- the baseball movies. Kevin Costner. Kevin
1: Costner. Kevin Costner got his part. He, Kevin Costner's first role. How did you know the guy from the baseball
0: movies was Kevin Costner?
1: Because what other it, baseball
0: movies what are, there? are there? Major Robert, League. Robert Redford. I thought
3: of Major
1: no, League. No, no, no. But you wouldn't, because Kevin Costner hasn't made any other movies that people would know about besides baseball movies.
3: Dancing with Wolves. I got it right. There was Isn't no that baseball. Isn't that enough for you? I'm impressed.
0: Good job, Bernie. Thank you. Buddy. Joel. So Kevin Cost- Anyways, that was
2: his first fucking role as a fucking corpse. He was a farting corpse? And they took the farting out afterwards because they found it was too decisive for audiences and they <laughs> walk out of Sundays. <laughs> they learned that lesson early.
1: So, do we want to take some questions for the audience?
2: Well, I know everybody wants some free yeah. shit from the green room.
0: Yeah, you will. I think, uh...
3: You really don't.
0: Stay in your seats. We have a, a guardian who will run around with a microphone uh, taking uh, questions from everybody and we can answer them. So, Joel, what is the story with all of this shit? Are you going to give this away to people who ask questions?
1: It's not worth it, by the way. Don't oh, listen, ask the question. question has to be good. The get, question has it, to be good. If, I, if, I, I, if, and I'm
2: not, I'm not kidding, I legitimately got in trouble. <laughs> I'm not kidding. When you see some of these, you're going to be like, I should not have this. You
0: could win a box of strepsoles.
2: Listen, RTX is the only fucking event you can go to and get the real shit.
1: Literally, it's shit.
2: It's it just garbage. Really shit. No, 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 I mean, look,
1: ask a oh, question. Oh shit, wait! Wah, wah, watch this, ask a question, ask a question. Oh, I'm good to go? Okay. So I'm sure you get a lot of fans who say, oh, you know, you
0: must remember me, I did X. Uh, I wrote, that, fi- wrote
2: that fan fiction. <laughs> yeah.
0: we, all, we only remember a y. Uh, I feel like Gus may remember my friend, who sadly couldn't be here. No, nope, nope. You signed his nipples. Don't remember it.
3: That's not a unique uh, occurrence. It's-
0: but that is. He's devastated. <laughs> Man,
3: you you had so, your hands up like, pick me, pick me, and I thought it was gonna be a good question. Yeah, no, also, that's
0: straight up. Do you remember there, my friend who you and Jordan from the RTA? There were no questions in that. Do you remember him was the question? No, there, you, wasn't, there was a you question. You made him rub sanitizers into them. I do remember that. Okay, you... <laughs> <laughs> He was just standing there like, this is weird. And you're like, yes. I remember that, yeah, yeah, slower. yeah. So it was like, <laughs> signing a nipple is uh, not weird, but I was like, I'm gonna get this guy to rub. Like hand sanitizer all over his oh, body, into like, his nipples. Yes. Uh, Slow up. Uh,
2: do you have any wounds? Uh, <laughs> do you have?
0: Hey, you want something
2: that I was not supposed to give out? Yes. Watch this. Come here. Come here. Don't. Come here. You're, come here. you're
1: not gonna be happy. Uh, don't, 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 don't. Oh, that's a shirt. Oh, oh whoa, you can't give that away. No, 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 no. They are even angry on the podcast. You cannot give that away. You can't no, give somebody no, a Guardian no. shirt. It was a Guardian no. shirt. He got pseudofed. So, yeah. It's. I. I. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy,
0: easy, 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 Gotta go easy. through this now.
2: I gotta say, though. He, I I can't give out a Guardian shirt. No, because, because then he could
3: be a Guardian. He can pretend to do shit. They're
2: people will mismay, mis- <laughs> mistake you as a Guardian. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly why. And you will why. go around, and you will do terrible things to people. And your Guardian shirt. That is a new
0: series. What is going on?
1: All right, first
2: camp. I
0: will
1: I will give a guardian shirt to anybody who will keep Joel out of the building for the rest of the day. <laughs> hey, there we go.
3: You know <laughs> Can I, like, I gotta crowd
1: surf him out. <laughs> I gotta say though, that gentleman's your story of like doing weird <laughs> things you remember, you were, and then his uh, Yang and Blake shirt that he's wearing reminded serious. me of something. But we saw him that happened to me for the first time ever, okay. and it was like a crazy milestone weird. where I was at a signing yesterday, Babs. I was at a signing yesterday. And there was a little girl who got to the front of the signing. She's a cute little girl, probably like maybe seven. And uh, she had me sign her Red versus Blue book. And then I noticed she also had on a straw hat. Yeah. And I said, do you want me to sign your hat as well? And she goes, oh, no, that's only for the ladies. And, you know, we have Ruby. And we have a, like a big female cast there. And we had the ladies of Rooster panel yesterday. That's and awesome. uh, I, was like, I was like, that has never happened to me before Where it's like, now we have so many f- females in the cast That this young girl would be inspired to do that And like, get her hat signed by just all the females in it And so I was like, I was really touched by it So I got down and I was like, I looked at her I got down on one knee and I was like I was like, you only want the girls to sign your hat? And she goes, yeah And I go, well that's fucking sexist So get the fuck out <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I need that So if she can hear us from the parking lot, that was really touching. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> I also feel really bad because I was I was planning to start the podcast a certain way and I didn't do it. So could you reintroduce me? Oh, yeah. Go off. Okay.
0: This is all a ploy to get rid of her. I have
3: to do this. I'm sorry.
0: You know, backstage. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously, everyone, let's just leave. Let, we're going to finish this. Po- I hey. can still hear you. Wait, I was after Barb, so I got to go, too. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the Great White North of Canada, Barbara Dunkelman!
3: What's up, you fucking cuts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and from a shitty suburb of Houston, Bernie Burns. Uh, I
3: love this intro so much better.
2: <laughs> uh, take it off your pants.
1: <laughs> take off. I regret trying to follow
0: that. So, speaking of uh, inappropriate things to say, Dunkelmania continues down under.
3: They do, yeah. My parents are here. <sighs> Barbara's uh... parents.
0: Barbara's, Barbara's parents are fantastic people. What went wrong? <laughs> I think your dad replied to one of my tweets about the uh, the jet bridge breaking and uh, saying to jump over. Did you? I think I thought you did No.
3: Nope. Yeah, they're way nicer than me. Did do, do, do you know about the penises? Well,
0: Barbara's here, so I think they know about the penis. Sometimes <laughs> after
3: some podcasts, you guys know. Did, did you Some he- topics get really inappropriate, and I say, uh, did just, you hear just my... don't watch the podcast. <laughs> but they did.
1: You guys don't see it, but literally, at the end of, like, 50% of the podcast, we wave goodbye, the credits roll, they cut the cameras, and Barbara goes, fuck, my parents are going to see this. <laughs> I think last week, the quote of the week was, I get wet at the drop of a hat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I got to say... Barbara, when someone who looks like Barbara tells you that, you shouldn't immediately think of her father. That's what I thought of as soon as she told me that. That's a weird feeling. I mean, you—you—I don't want to. Yeah,
2: I love you, number one. Number, number two, you're—I mean, at some point in your life, like ten years ago, you're like, no, no, no. Listen, at some point you have to get a job. And now here you are, and she's walking out on stage. Are you proud?
0: <laughs> Thanks First, for the fake nodding. <laughs> cursing at a crowd of thousands of people Sing, in another country. what's up, country. you
3: fucking cunts, to a bunch of, like, 16-year-olds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: really, it was his fault. A little just,
1: bit. Yeah. All of it. But Dunkelman, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan. And Larry, I loved your fan fiction about Ray and Joel. It was fantastic. <laughs> don't, don't, let him, uh, don't let him discourage you in your art. Let's go to, uh,
0: how about this gentleman right on the aisle? Oh, before we get to that guy. We'll get to you in a second. So I was talking about the jet bridge breaking on my way here. Yeah. You remember? Uh, so we talked about what that little wheel does on the jet bridge previously. Right. And then someone sent us a video of themselves spinning that wheel. Who worked on a jet bridge? Right. I met that guy. He's here. He came by uh, to have uh, something signed earlier. What
3: are the chances that someone who tweeted you would also be at RTX?
0: <laughs> Pretty small, honestly. And he. So. Dude, you. Gus had dagger eyes
1: right then. I mean, he was fight, like, he was talking, telling the story, kiss, Barbara kiss, said it, it was kiss. literally like this.
0: He's like, dot, 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 and Barbara goes, Tit, dit, and he goes, pretty good, actually. <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, so, he, the, the guy came up to me, and he was like, yeah, I'm the guy who sent you the video, you know, spinning the wheel to show you what the, the auto leveler does. I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, don't ever do that. Was, was he like, not a, like a technician? I think yeah. He was like, yeah, people kept asking me why I did that and now everyone looks at me anytime I go on the jet bridge it's like wow. keeping an eye on me. So dangerous uh, dude. Yeah, definitely.
3: I'm really okay. nervous for what Joel has. Joel's
0: got something
1: going on here. Let's no, I think a-
2: Barbara's parents asked a very excellent question. They should get a present. <laughs> Stop writing fan fiction. 18 plus. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
3: They're over there. there all go. right, let's go
1: back to that gentleman so that we're there are going to have a question a, yeah. from. Yeah, that guy. It, you, you knew. You're the one
0: who picked him. Hi, so besides all the alcohol, what's your favorite part of Australia so far?
3: There's other parts. <laughs> the people. And I don't have a funny answer. I am mean- I have to, I,
2: I, I legitimately have to say something. Like, a lot of people say, like, we do have the greatest fans on earth, and like, ah, oh, we're the greatest fans on earth. And like, any person who's ever been famous throughout the history of time goes, we have the greatest fans on earth. And when they say that, it's because, oh, they love us so much. But that's not the case. Like, at RTX in Austin, when we have RTX in Austin, legitimately, like, people in traffic get more polite, like, people signal. People are polite to each other. No, legitimately, we do have the best fans on the planet. It's the best And it's not because you like us so much, it's because they're good fucking people! (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean... I mean... No, I mean, you guys are very... You're you're nice, you're well-behaved, you're you're sensitive, you're emotionally balanced, you're way better than us!
3: You're so good-looking, too. Wink.
1: That little girl really was sexist, though. If you think about like,
2: oh, like, it, she really was teaching her all the wrong values. <laughs>
1: get out! Yeah. I, she had to. She had to leave. Equality's a bitch. There you go.
3: What are we? What are we giving him, Joel? Are you, are what, you gonna
0: give
1: him something, Joel? What? Oh yes! Your seat is now reserved for you. <laughs> Your seat is reserved for you.
2: Yes. I just
0: want to know who's gonna give the house plant. That's what I want to know.
3: <laughs> Let
0: me, All right, let me, um. let, me, let, me, let me read another one of these things, my final one, and then we'll continue with our questions. Oh, yeah. uh, you got a box right no there. No, go ahead. You guys can uh, put your
3: hands down for a second if you want. <laughs> I
0: hope it's not Daniel Radcliffe's new movie. Want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Daniel Ra- <laughs> <laughs> no, This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Warby Parker. Want to give a shout-out to our friends at warbyparker.com. Warby Parker makes high-quality, stylish frames for prescription sunglasses. Awesome glasses start at $95. Compared to similar quality boutique brand frames that sell for $300 or more, Warby Parker's also has a free home try-on program that's very cool. Go to their website, choose five pairs of frames, and they send them to you oh. so you can try them on and decide which ones you like best. Oh, um, Every pair of glasses you purchase, Warby Parker sends a pair to oh. someone in need. Try Warby Parker out for yourself and see how good you look in their frames. Go to warbyparker.com slash roosterteeth.com. Get free three-day shipping on oh. your final frame selection. That's warbyparker.com slash Teeth. Oh. We actually have a couple here. So I'm glad you took those, Joel, because oh. I have... Oh, my God. I've been wanting to buy some. You've, you have some if you want to try them on. You have backups. I've, uh, you are
2: fucking blind, though. Seriously. Yes,
0: I am. I'm really blind. So are those prescription ones that you have? What's that? Are those prescription ones that you have? Those... These are like the... No, no, these are not. These are like the home try-on kit. If you want oh, to try gotcha. different looks. Well, these, I
1: don't wear glasses. I, got, I misunderstood our system here. And when they sent them to me in the States, I just chose these and then sent my box back. So oh. I assumed I was getting a free pair of glasses, and hopefully they won't send me a bill for 300 Those look good.
3: I don't wear glasses.
1: I'm giving this away. So I just picked no, you cannot frames that for away. no reason. You cannot <laughs> give that away. Give it away.
3: But you know, if I did, I, I, I bought or I didn't buy, I picked out pairs that I would like if I ever do need glasses. And at some point, I probably will, because everyone in my family is blind. I
1: do have to say that seeing people who... Don't wear glasses or who wear contacts that suddenly wear glasses, that can be a little jarring. It's not more jarring on anyone else than Blaine Gibson. He's got like the thickest possible glasses I can imagine. What is the deal with that? And his eyes are like tiny when he puts on his glasses. It's like super tiny. He's
3: blind. I think he's like medically blind.
1: Medically blind. Medically blind. (laughs) Not
0: theoretically. He had an (laughs) eyeectomy. Thank so you. are you gonna are you gonna take a pair out of this and then ship them back? What's that? Are you gonna take a pair and then? Yeah, I need sunglasses, so that's why I picked all sunglasses.
1: I, tell me, know, I tell have to admit, every know. time I've ever gotten a pair of prescription uh, sunglasses, I've lost them
0: like the next day. That's always the do case. Do you guys for like
3: me. these? Are these good? I had okay. I what had a
0: think? pair of prescription sunglasses stolen by a valet once who parked my car. Oh really? It's like, why the fuck would you steal prescription sunglasses?
3: Maybe he had the same prescription as you. Maybe
0: he put them on, like, oh, wow, I I can park a car now. I didn't know
3: sunglasses had prescriptions.
1: (laughs) So weird. I I have a problem because I don't have prescription lenses because I I had Lasik surgery. So anytime I get a new pair of glasses, the production team hates lighting because the reflection's off my lenses. So they immediately just take the glasses off my face and pop my lenses out. And then I'm miserable for the rest of the time. So I'm glad to have glasses that have lenses. Do your lenses pop out? No, they just push them out. They just push like, them out? What sort of laser they, eye surgery did you have? I just got lazy. They, like, grab and They're like, I'm going to push it out. I'm like, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> Let, let's see if we can get Bernie to break some more of his stuff.
3: And I actually did. It popped out. <laughs> All right. Were you not expecting that to happen? Now I have one. I
1: didn't push it that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I really pushed it kind of hard.
0: So now I have one lens in, and that's it. Cool. But I can pop them back right. in. Should we continue with our line yes. of questioning?
3: You, you could pick.
0: I can't see anymore, so help me. Hey Gus. Whoa. Jesus, oh, I'm sorry. Since you got someone in the previous podcast to lick your shingles, stop it. Would you lick Bernie's finger? You really didn't think this out, did you? No, <laughs> no <laughs> I didn't. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I'd on. like to
1: answer the question. Fuck no. <laughs> I had to. I, it's kind of a bummer because when you cut your dominant hand, apparently they make you take antibiotics like right away. So I couldn't drink. The entire time we were here, and I was on my last day of antibiotics. You're not supposed to drink on antibiotics, and it's on the, it's all over the... uh, Yeah, if you're a loser. (laughs) It's it's all over the pill case. And we were up in the green room, and they had beer up there, and I said, oh, I can't drink because I'm on antibiotics. And Jeff goes, yes, you can. And I said, it says on the pill bottle, don't drink when you're on antibiotics. He goes, you know what happens when you drink on antibiotics? Nothing. They're lying to you. He goes, you'll look just like this.
3: (laughs) Exactly, so don't drink on antibiotics. (laughs) Didn't he tell a story earlier
2: about him running over deer? Like, didn't they make the label not to operate heavy machinery because of Jeff? He ran over beer? I didn't... He ran over deer. He ran over a deer (laughs) and then felt bad about it and drove away and then
0: another deer came and then he ran over Gus. So, he left out a part of that story when he told it earlier. But Before he called Griffin, the first person he called was me. And... He said, you know, I ran over this deer, what should I do? And I said, do you have a gun? And he said, no. I said, if you're not going to shoot that deer in the head, just drive away and leave it. And then he called Griffin, and Griffin convinced him to go back, and he killed another deer because of it.
3: All right, what are you giving it's him?
2: It's a really sad story. Listen, I have a picture of a kitty cat. It's very cute. I drew it. It's for you. And then on the back is a very important schedule here. What is that?
1: I, I don't know. It's a schedule for some... What is the moral of that story? Always carry
0: a gun <laughs> everywhere you go? Yeah, if you're gonna kill a deer, fucking do it right. Who goes hunting with a truck? <laughs> it seems, seems effective.
3: America. We'll go right. somewhere like in the middle, maybe. She's
1: just giving you general guidelines. Oh, Alright, never mind. We'll go to you next there.
0: Hi.
3: What are you guys' favorite moments of RTX Australia?
0: Uh Favorite moment of RTX Australia. I uh, think
3: this is gonna sound really douchey.
0: Do it. And I apologize.
3: It. But it was a really cool moment yesterday morning and this morning coming in to the building with everybody. And like all you guys were waiting to get into the venue. So like everyone saw us come in and like everyone was cheering and like being on that catwalk upstairs and having everyone cheer and stuff. It's like a really surreal moment. And it makes me feel like, oh man, I'm like really lucky to be here right now doing this.
2: If you happen to be late for a bus and people are like, hey, just sh-, like you have to go to the bathroom really badly and they're like, shut up, we don't care, get on the bus. Make sure that when you get off the bus, there's not 5,000 people applauding you on your way to the restroom. (laughs) Although, that was the most satisfying poop I've ever had.
0: (laughs) Australia! That would be a great way to potty train a kid is if you got 5,000 people to cheer them on every time they did it. Like, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, you did it. You see this, Johnny? All these people are disappointed in you
1: (laughs) until you poop in the right place. My, My favorite moment actually happened before the start of the show yesterday. And Matt has his two kids here, and his oldest kid is named Webb. And I went up to Webb and said, hey what's going on, Webb? How you doing? You excited about the show? And he goes, come here, come with me. And we were up in that room right up there. And he took me by the hand and he took me out the door and he took me to the railing. And everyone was down there below. And I was sitting there looking, I'm looking at Webb and I'm like, what are we doing? And then everyone's there and they say, hey, Bernie. I go, hey, everybody. And they all go, hey, and wave back. And then I look at Webb and he's looking at me like this and looking at everyone down below. And I go, is this what you're doing, Web? are you just bringing people out to the railing to say hello to everybody else? And he goes, they didn't yell as loud for you. So that question checking. deserves a basket full of
0: chips. <laughs> the whole basket.: have, There's other stuff in here.
1: So I had the guardians
0: remove them. There. All right. Oh. I, I think we only have time for one more question. Oh, who's going to get the plan? Next
3: one?: I like how everyone just went like this.:
0: Is the last one? Oh, the last one? It. I'm going to pick it. You know for it, Gus. I'm going to pick it. I need a. I need my beer.
3: If you have money in your hand, he might pick you. Thanks. Put some kangaroo dollars in there.
0: Uh, uh, sure, why not? I'm lazy, so the first person came. He literally to took the shortest distance possible. Where's the camera? Where are we at? Over here? How are you going? I like smelling better.
3: Hey, so, Benny, we know you're at the Climate... Change summit. I moment. don't know what you're saying. What? What? We know you're at the climate change summit at the uh, the White House. Um, are you able to tell us what the best part about it was?
0: What was the best part about the climate change summit at the White House?
3: It was probably
1: the coolest part. Honestly, was uh, being like in that room where there's like a Nobel Prize uh, on the wall, and right across from it was a uh, Medal of Honor, and then also like George Washington's battlefield sword was on the wall hanging there as well. And I stole all that shit.
0: (laughs) Joel's gonna give it away at the next panel.
2: (laughs) Did you get a basket of chips? Cause fuck
0: yeah. I think someone who's concerned about climate change would either be happy with, would probably be happy with a plant, right? Like removing CO2 from the atmosphere. And there's a bottle opener in that plant as well. Why is there a bottle opener? I don't know, I just noticed it. So um, thanks everyone for watching. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we really appreciate all. This. Oh, one more thing! I want to say before I go. I forgot I was supposed to say this, so I can say that uh, we'll be back next year for uh, Artex Australia 2017. We um, will. We will be, we will be away back. Lots of free shit. We'll be back February 3rd and 4th at the Sydney International Conference Center, uh, down in Darling, in uh, Darling Harbour. Uh, so Sydney, I'm sorry, you cannot get rid of us.
3: Hey, Gus we should also mention, this will get the biggest round of applause. It has air conditioning. It has air conditioning.
0: You get air conditioning. You get air conditioning. You get air conditioning. You get air conditioning. Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay 2016.
3: Bye guys. I love you.